happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Samani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a national women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like weekly group community service. We have an international motivational podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a one-on-one mentorship program for female entrepreneurs called the Boss Academy and so, so, so much more. You ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best W Bosses each and every episode with our podcast. And this W Boss is a personal stylist and shopper in the DMV area. Her love for fashion was first nurtured by her grandmother who taught her how to sew at just six years old. As she fostered her passion through her after school programs, camps, home projects, and more, it became relatively clear that this was a God-given talent that she had no choice but to run with. In 2019, she graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where she studied marketing and management with a fashion concentration. Shortly after, she took her talents to Target headquarters in Minnesota as an associate buyer. Amidst the pandemic, she decided to move back home to D.C., transition from corporate to luxury retail, and officially start her very own business. Currently, she is the brand manager at Saks Fifth Avenue, come on, while also styling men and women nationwide. She also enjoys making others feel their absolute best on the inside and out, and believes that you do your best when you look your best. Love to see it. So please welcome the amazing Miss Clark, everyone. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to be on here today. Hey, girl. Hey, y'all know. Well, you guys are able to hear that in the bio, she is a DMV native. Y'all know I'm from the DMV. So hello. We had to have her on the podcast this week. So before we hop into the topic of this week, which is the power of community building and business, Clark, give us a little bit more about yourself. Where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into the topic this week. Um, yeah, so like you said, I'm from um, D.C., the school in Northwest, um, moved around a lot. Like, obviously, I went to school in Wisconsin, then moved to Minnesota after work. So, like, I mean, after school, so you can obviously see I, I'm fluid, uh, like to move around and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, now I'm back home in my um, hometown and just doing what I love to do and just trying to um, make sure my, my passion is, is I'm, I'm chasing it and make sure I'm just doing my best with it. So, um, yeah, I think that's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely are doing your best, guys. If you guys don't already follow her on social media, she's going to share at the end of this episode. But her business has definitely taken off due to such a supportive community that we have here in the DMV area. How supportive the area is of entrepreneurs in general is like absolutely insane. So with that being said, Clark, what inspired you to start your very own styling business that's making its rounds across the DMV area? Um. So... It's honestly started. I like I like you said in the bio. Like I've been sewing since I was six years old, um, but I realized that I didn't actually want to be a designer. Um, you know, maybe down the line somewhere, not sure. But um, I just realized that I didn't necessarily want to be like the one constructing the clothes. Um, so just trying to like figure out what I genuinely enjoy doing, and like which is obviously an ongoing journey, um, which I think is perfectly okay. But just trying to figure out what I enjoy doing. I think it more so got some more like the business side of fashion instead of like construction and, you know, like I said, designing and whatnot. And so I realized like everyone was always asking me to style them and whatnot. And I feel like I just wanted my passion and obviously my income and like um, to align. 
So I was like, I need to like officially start this. And obviously what better way than to like starting it in my hometown um, and reaching out to everyone first and, or like, you know, using everyone first here and and helping them. And yeah, just, just using my community as as we're going to talk about. But yeah, I just felt like I needed to start it. What was your turning point when you knew, okay, I have to start this? Like what day was it? And what moment was it where you were like, okay, I got to start making money off this. I need to create this brand. This is a business that I want to start what was that turning point for you I think it was definitely in college um that I started actually styling people for money of of course back then it was just you know just here and there nothing was really official it was like you know just little set prices and oh how much would you charge me to style me and blah 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 and this it was just no structure to it honestly at all but I tried my best and I was just like okay I have to put something because you know I realized like my time is valuable and like I have to make money and I was trying to provide, I think, the best service I could, but I was just like, I need to, like, just actually put this on paper and, like, start start something. I just told myself I just needed to start. Like, I knew I didn't have it all figured out and whatnot, but, like, I was in school and everyone kept asking me, so I was like, you know, I'm just going to start it. I think it really became official, honestly, when in the pandemic, to be honest. Like, although the, it, you know, the pandemic and, like, everything was tragic, like, I honestly had the pandemic to thank because, like, I was truly able to just like sit down and think about my brand just like what I wanted to offer and like just trying to think about the logistics of it all and how I can really like start it officially and I mean I also just thought about like how big I want it to be as well and I was like I don't have any time to waste so it, it, it was it was a long time coming out honestly like even like my official launch party was last year and like everyone around me was like it was about time so like it's it was definitely like I had the light bulb I had the you know the moment of like okay now I need to start this but mm-hmm. like building that confidence and I think like also just like letting go of like um letting go of like that uh perfection like that I felt like I was chasing like Mm -hmm. I I, it was a process but yeah it was definitely in the pandemic where I was just like okay you know what I'm gonna get my LLC I'm going to sit down and make a google doc I'm going to just type out all of my ideas and everything and then like I often think about that post I feel like that post on social media and it's like I'd be damned to be honest if I die with a notebook full of ideas Mm -hmm. like I just need to see see what I can do so (laughs) I was like let's 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 start Clark Girl, it's so crazy because so many bosses, up and coming bosses, you know, women who want to be bosses, they hold on to that idea of perfectionism. They hold on to that idea of, no, I'm going to start when it's perfect, when everything is 100%. Absolutely not. Like Clark said, why would you leave this earth with a notebook full of ideas when you could have just started anywhere? And that's why I love the power of community in general when starting a business, but especially in the DMV area, because you really have to lean on your community when you're first starting because you're already low key kind of insecure cure starting a business but when you have that community and that support base behind you and like people really rooting for you it makes the journey 20 times 50 times 100 times easier hence let's go ahead and hop into the topic of the power of community building in business as you ladies know we already had a part one to this topic however a part two was very necessary because i wanted to hop into this topic a little bit more with that being said was it difficult for you to create a support base in the beginning and how clark um, I don't think difficult at all, to be honest. Um, I am very blessed and I'm very grateful that I have a good support system and um, just like good relationships with people. But I also think that is intentional. Um, 
I feel like people always talk about, like, you know, like, oh, I don't care about being liked and things like that. But I think it gets you a long way being a likable person, to be honest. And I feel like I've always just tried to have good relationships with people, not start drama and beef and, like, all that type of stuff. Um, So I don't think it was hard. Like, obviously, it's a difference between, like, surface level support and, like, genuine, like, deep like support mm-hmm. and like I'm okay with both to be honest I know you're not gonna get you know that deep support from everyone you come across but having having that like my, my few that I know that I can count on and you know it's growing and it's a growing number every day but um yeah just to answer your question I'm sorry <laughs> I don't think it, it was hard at all for me Definitely. I love that last part. Your community will form itself when you're moving with genuine and pure intentions, especially when starting a business. I was saying this earlier. I was actually on a coaching call with one of my mentees. And aside from building a community like from the underground up, like throughout your area, utilize social media as well. I always say that to continue to post your content and stay consistent with your business, your community is literally waiting to find you. So utilize social media as well. There's so many platforms that are out there now. TikTok is out there. You guys know I talk about that a lot throughout this season um but yeah start utilizing social media as well if you don't really have that community base and that support base already build your own and try to build that through connections and genuine relationships as well as what Clark was saying so I love the fact that you added that Clark thank you yeah no social media is actually really important like obviously it can be a little poisonous sometimes so people like you know like talk bad about it whatever but if you use it correctly like it can be so beautiful like like you said like you don't know who is out there waiting for you to post what you're posting and like I'm literally taken aback like every day like when I'm posting things and like sometimes I'm like oh no one cares about this and then I get a million responses and like I'm like I don't even know people care about this as much as I do like you just have to kind of like throw it out there like who cares if anyone responds like it's your page but like honestly nonsense out of 10 someone will someone will relate someone will appreciate you posting that like you never know what someone may need you never know what someone is going through the same thing as you you never know if like this is helping them get through the day you never like you you just never know so why not just put it out there as long as it's not harming you or someone else like who cares In order to build a strong community, you need to be personal through your brand. Why do you think so many bosses struggle with that right now? Um, I mean, I think it is hard to separate, like, the personal and business sometimes. Um, I mean, I certainly find it challenging, and, like, I would call myself as a pretty personable person. But I feel like being friendly can turn into, like, inviting sort of, like, an intrusive uh, environment. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people do get a little afraid of that. Like, rightfully so, to be honest, it's like, you know, like, who wants everybody in their business and stuff all the time. So, like, just setting those boundaries and finding that, like, very thin line between, you know, still running a business and, like, being personal and whatnot. And, like, honestly, styling is such a personable I feel like service. That's why. So like, I, I, it's it's hard. I understand why it's hard, but it's really just like defining your your non negotiables. To be honest, and I think like setting those boundaries, knowing what you're doing it for, um, why you might be sharing this. Like, if you think sharing this, or if you think being personal with this person is going to make the service better, I think it's it's hard, but it's doable. You just it's, it takes some thought. 
What has been the most challenging thing you faced thus far with building your brand and company that you feel like W bosses that were or are in your same position listening relate to? Was it jumping out there? Was it putting your brand on social media? Although you already kind of had that background support base, like your friends and family supporting you that of course know your relationship with fashion. Was it hard for you to jump out there on social media to let the world know? What was your most challenging thing that you faced in creating this brand that you feel like other women can relate to? I feel like trusting yourself, probably. And, like, I am a pretty confident person, but when it comes to to business, I feel like everyone has those, like, moments of doubt. So I honestly feel like trusting myself enough to, like, monetize it and, like, really go for it and, like, trusting my talents that God gave me and really being like, no, like, you are worthy of this price. You are worthy of of people booking you. You are worthy of... You, you are worthy like you know like just trusting yourself and knowing that like this is something that I can do um you know because like you, you you have the talent you can have you know the the support and whatnot but I think just like trusting yourself enough to like throw yourself out there and and, and just go for it and honestly like obviously being okay if, if it doesn't work out being okay to fall but like just trying new things I feel like that's probably the most challenging thing Trusting yourself and being confident in starting a business, growing your business, scaling a business, or even trying to remain consistent with the business is extremely important, especially when you're putting yourself out there on social media. You want to make sure that you're confident in the things that you're selling. You're confident in your rates. You're confident in your services because nobody's going to tell you what to charge except for you. You know, I always say that to my mentees as well. Um, So guys, be confident in the things that you start. Don't feel afraid to put yourself out there on social media because you never know who's waiting and watching literally to either purchase from you support you wanting to be a client of yours x y and z even when it comes down to sharing content every day i'm amazed at the people that just share my content in general whether it's a quote or it's a a picture that i posted up with house of lynn x y and z you never know who's waiting and watching to support you so don't boo yourself off a stage before you even get on it that's one of my favorite quotes by jacob webster good friend of mine um so take advice from clark don't feel afraid to put yourself out there be confident you know be inviting with your brand as well and just let it grow from there with that being said during this time throughout the entire pandemic how did your community ultimately keep you going they they forced me honestly to use my time well like they encouraged me like you know we obviously all had you know quote unquote like more time and like empty time or whatever it was but like they encouraged me to use it well like use this time because like I'm a busybody like I'm always moving everything and like it, it caused all of us, honestly, to, like, sit down for a second. And I think that they were pretty just, like, intentional about making sure I was being intentional about what I was doing and the habits that I was creating and just just also encouraging me to, like, use the time to, like, create fresh ideas. In the beginning of the pandemic, I realized, obviously, like, that's when everyone was, you know, really kind of sad about graduating and, like, people weren't taking graduation pictures and, like, whatnot. And so I was trying to figure out, like, how I could... Um, obviously keep my business going, but, like, also help others. And so, like, I did a graduation special as far as, like, me just trying to help people put their outfits together because, like, obviously everyone was so discouraged about, like, the whole pandemic and it stopping the college experience and, like, everyone stopped being, um, you know, just encouraged to, like, take pictures and capture those moments. But, like, one, I'm a, per- I'm a person that, like, loves pictures and all that type of stuff. But, like, I was like, no, I think that everyone still needs to, they're going to look back and, like, regret that they didn't, like, still make this moment a big deal so like I put a service out there and a new service out there and like my friends helped me with this so much my community helped me with this so much as far as just like 
figuring out how I could, what I should offer, the prices I should offer, like everything, but like just how I could use this like kind of bad time and turn it into something good. They were really there as far as just how to run my ideas by them and help me think of like a fresh new thing to to encourage my business, but then also help others. And that that's obviously the, the point. Where were you able to pull inspiration and encouragement from during your time of creating your why and building that foundation and community within your business? And how can the ladies listening do the same? I feel like honestly, like watching others, like I know it's not kind of may sound bad, but like watching others is is a, is a big part. I think of like when you're just thinking about your why, while you're doing something, whether you are disagreeing with someone else or whether you are agreeing with something else, like whether you are aligning or not aligning, I definitely think like, watching others and specifically people honestly like that are better than you at this point like I watch like I just started in my job like about a year and a half ago but like watching those that have been there for a long time and like watching their hustle and like watching how they do things like I'm just I made sure that I remain teachable because like obviously I will I won't know everything ever but just trying to remain teachable and pulling inspiration from places and different people and um, making sure that it's aligning with what I want to do. Also, like, pulling the inspiration, but then, like, tweaking it for myself. Pulling inspiration from either bosses that you look up to or bosses that are yeah. mentors to you or coaches, X, Y, and Z, people that are in the same industry as you that may be a further along. Looking up to people is extremely important. You ladies know that I share platforms that I follow all the time that inspire me to go harder, to want to grow as a boss, to want to grow as a businesswoman. Looking at inspiration is absolutely nothing wrong with that, especially if you want to scale and grow. We all need someone to look up to. So, in those beginning stages, Clark, how can the bosses listening build a strong and lasting community in their business, in your opinion? What do you think are the key factors in this? I think, honestly, like, thinking about what you bring to the table. I think, like, thinking about what you want to walk away with. Like, I think that, like, the first step in putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Like, uh, I think that's first step is honestly everything. But um, just, you know, reversing the roles and trying to, like, think about, like, if this was me, like, how would I want to be approached? How would I, like, what would I want this connection to work, like, to, to look like? But just thinking about, like, taking yourself out of it, I think, for a minute definitely helps with, like, thinking about your why, as you said, but, like, why you're approaching this person. What do you want to walk away with? Because, like I said, like, everything can't be a place to take. So, like, thinking about also what you bring to the table, how you could help them, I think that's important. But, like, as I said before, that word genuine, I think, is just, like, key. Like, some some people you are not going to align with. Some people you are not going to, you know, hit it off with, whatever. And that is perfectly okay. But gravitating and, like, putting in the work to obviously find that out. Um, and not writing people off just if they're different from you or anything like that. But, like, just building those genuine connections and caring about something other than yourself. Like, caring about them, caring about their business, asking people how their day was. Like, just being personable and, like, maybe stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit. Just working on the relationship and, like, the connection first. And, I, like, I feel like everything else will follow. And, like, building, obviously, like, a strong foundation will then make it very much more hard to, like, crumble. Last but not least, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the Debbie Bosses listening on ways that they can boss up through their community building phase with their businesses? Um, I think be yourself, number one. Like I said, I know that everyone always says that, but I feel like being yourself is just the most important thing. Obviously, there's a ton of place for everything, but I feel like you should be a version of yourself in every room. That's just really important. And then I feel like also like wait your turn. Like I feel like it 
don't rush for things to be a certain way just because either social media or other people or whatever it is you see maybe something happening for someone else like wait your turn but like also be very aware of yourself and like make sure you are learning along the way and grabbing every piece of knowledge you can along the way just so that like you know when it is your time to actually leap at something um yeah number one be yourself like i said people can see through that um you want to just stay true to yourself it'll make you'll, you'll be way more fulfilled yourself as well and then to uh just waiting your turn and and learning Yes, love those gems. Clark, thank you so much for hopping on our podcast this week. And thank you, ladies, so much for tuning in to our podcast. You ladies can follow Clark on Instagram at Clark, that is C L A R K I E with seven E's. And you ladies can go ahead and follow her on Twitter as well to go ahead and inquire about her styling services at Saks Fifth Avenue with her personal styling business as well. As always, you ladies can tune into our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Any podcast or some platform there is, we are basically on. Thank you, ladies, so much once again for tuning in. And you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest. Peace.